Next, we are welcoming in someone who is actually one of my favorite people. And it's not just because she's a demon deacon, so don't start that. But (laughs) (laughs) former head coach, basketball analyst, and author of the book, Coach Like a Mother. Please join me in welcoming Helen Williams to the podcast. Welcome, Helen. Hey, Lachina. Happy to be here. Thank you for joining the show. Now, I want to talk to you about the OVC, in particular, Bart Brooks Bruins. That's right. Belmont is back in the NCAA tournament. Uh, They are actually in the Greensboro region and will start off in Charlotte. Now, keep in mind, Charlotte is the host location for South Carolina, um, who is also obviously going to start off their first and second rounds there. But Belmont was unfortunate to actually draw the Gamecocks. (laughs) So they would take on the number four seed. And then Florida State and Bucknell are also in Charlotte. Um, Helen, tell me a little bit about what we will see from the Bruins. And do they have a chance for an upset? Yeah, you know, they they have championship DNA. I mean, they've been um, champions uh, four years in a row. um, And they've got players who have that experience. They've played a tough schedule and they haven't really been blown out, you know, by anybody with their non-conference. So um, this is not a new experience for them going into, um, you know, postseason play. So I, I know for sure Dawn's a smart coach and she's not going to take uh, this team lightly. Um, they're very experienced, you know, senior point guard, uh, Darby Maggard, I call her the little general. They list her at five two, but I stood next door. I'm not really sure that's the case um, but she's she's small in stature but she definitely runs that team and you know comes through for them with daggers right at the moment whenever they need it from way 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 behind the three-point line she could you know she could be an over the whole game but she'll hit that shot when they need it so um they have a chance for an upset i think you know there's a couple of things that they're going to have to do they average about 10 three-pointers a game but i think they're going to have to hit at least a minimum of 15 um, to, to do that, to, to be able to beat South Carolina. You know, I call Darby Maggard everyone's favorite point guard because everyone loves her. And how fun has she been to watch? She was the OVC Women's Basketball Player of the Year this year. Um, but it is. It's her leadership and just her overall desire for the game. Um, you know, it's hard because teams are so good at scouting. And Don has a lot of options in the backcourt. If they're able to take away Darby Maggard, who else will need to step up and be a scoring factor for Belmont? Well, the other player they have is uh, Ellie Harmeyer, um, and she's one of the two, what I call two tweeners, uh, her and, and uh, Munsterman. Um, you know, she's a leading scorer, and she has to come through, and they run her off a lot of different, uh, a lot of different screens, and because of their motion offense, and they have the ability, really, and they do this a lot, they love to post up Munsterman and Harmeyer on smaller guards. So if they see an opportunity for that mismatch, um, they will they will definitely do that. Well, I know that Belmont has their work cut out for them um, with the South Carolina Gamecocks, but they were one of my favorite teams. I actually had them earlier in the season. I think Bart Brooks, who is a um, Doug Bruno protege, has has done a good job of continuing on. Um, you know, what they've built there. Now, Helen, why have you, you know, in your coaching experience, I just want to ask you some general questions right now about a team's mindset. If you're a head coach preparing for the NCAA tournament right now, how much are you willing to change your style of play, right? Because there's great coaches. Um, yeah. We were on a conference call yesterday, and Carolyn Peck 
was saying, and obviously she's won a national championship, and she said, you know, I'm interested to see if coaches are willing to change and stretch who they are. Now, we know some some teams aren't going to change, right? Because we know for a fact that Syracuse is going to play a zone. Q is not right. coming out of that zone no matter what. But how much flexibility do coaches have to be willing to have? But how much do they also have to stick with what got them here and what their teams are confident in? Yeah, I, I really think it depends on the team you have. You know, I think it depends on the basketball IQ, the team that you have, and, and how comfortable they are with your system. I do think that you need to be flexible for sure. But you don't have to go so far out of your comfort zone. I mean, you can tweak what you already have. And, you know, that way your players won't feel like they're doing something totally new. And, you know, it depends on the team that you're playing, how much you're going to tweak. But I do think you need to change. I just don't think you need to go way, way, way out of your comfort zone, at least for an extended period of time. Maybe one or two plays you might try something if you need it, if it's working. Um, but I think generally, with a few exceptions, you need to stay pretty much with what, you, what you've been doing all year. Because really, like you said, that's what got you there. Yeah, I mean, that that's the toughest thing is like you can't get there and then all of a sudden your kids are used to relying on a certain style of play or, you know, just have confidence in that identity. And even though it may not work out in those first few minutes – you know, kind of letting what got you there play out in the end. Any other overall thoughts about, I know you watch a lot of basketball, you know, we've talked about the parity. What do you see happening right now in women's basketball as far as just the competition and, and who might win and take it all in Tampa? Yeah, you know, I watch games this year, and what I just really love is that there's so many teams that have the ability, you know, to get to that Final Four. There's at least seven, you know, Louisville, UConn, Notre Dame, Oregon, you know, Stanford, Baylor, Mississippi State. Um, but I just love the fact that nothing's a given. And any night, anybody can be beat, beaten on any, you know, and on any court, especially since you have neutral sites. So I, I think that that is the most fun for me, is being able to go through this season and watch games and nothing being a guarantee. I love it. Well, Helen, we appreciate you spending time with us. We've enjoyed listening to you this season. Um, I know you also have a podcast, but tell us where fans can can watch you, can get your book, can follow you on social media. Give us all your details. Yeah, cool. So you can uh, find me at, at HMW Sports. That's my Twitter handle. And you can get my book at my website, uh, HMWSportsConsulting.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, my fellow Demon Deacon. And uh, enjoy all the madness of March. Yeah, it, it's it's been great being on your show. It's been great watching you do what you do, LaChine. I love it. I love it. Thanks, Helen. Your support has meant everything. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks, my friend. Take care.